Today, I would like to call your attention to this brief portion of the scriptures because I think that I need to look at it very closely and you probably need it as well. We have been praying together for quite a while and many of you have been connected to this call for far longer than me. Praying with you has been a tremendous blessing to my soul. Your faithfulness, zeal, and example have taught me many lessons. And, and I am really thankful. I am really thankful for, for all the saints here. But to be honest with you, I must admit that I have noticed a clear tendency to weariness in connection to prayer for revival in my own soul. I remember the, the first days when, when I started to connect to this call. My soul would rejoice in each prayer. My attention would be totally focused on, on each word that was being spoken. My heart was always warm and full when leaving this place. I would look forward to the next call. I would be thinking uh, about the lessons I was learning here all day long. Praying for revival almost seemed effortless. Every meditation would make a deep impact on my mind and affections. And those were very sweet days. But more recently, I, I have been struggling with wandering thoughts during prayer. Sometimes I have found myself not wanting to connect. Listening to the meditations with full attention has been more difficult. And sometimes I feel that I must fight with myself in order to pray for the advancement of God's kingdom in the closet. And the reason why I am saying all of this is because I think that many of you may be going through a similar experience. You and I can grow weary in well-doing. Some time ago, our dear brother Raymond brought a devotion reminding us that prayer is a good work and that Jesus Christ purchased a people that must be zealous of good works and therefore zealous of prayer. And in the text we have in front of us today, we see an exhortation not to grow weary in well-doing, one that we can properly apply to the good work of prayer. Now, what does it mean to grow weary in well-doing? It's the sort of thing I, I have already described. It's a feeling of exhaustion, a lack of energy and motivation to carry out the works that are good and godly. And it's a very dangerous thing because, because it places a temptation right in front of you, the temptation to just quit and give up. Now, I would like to consider some of the reasons why we tend to grow weary in well-doing. The first reason is that doing the will of God is useless in the short run. We live in a very strange world today where many things are just instantaneous. We complain 
when our internet connection is low and have to wait a little longer for a web page to load. We are just not used to waiting. We want everything right now and right here. But you know, my dear brethren, that God doesn't work that way. He doesn't always give instantaneous rewards to good works. On the other hand, sin offers its deceitful wages and they seem instantaneous. So you may feel like the psalmist in Psalm 73, looking at the seeming prosperity of the wicked and wondering if you have cleansed your heart in vain. You pray, pray, and pray, and it seems the answer will never come. But many ungodly people seem to be fulfilling their dreams. So you start to faint. You start to feel weary. That's the first reason. The second reason for our tendency to weariness is the opposition of sinners and our own remaining sin. In Hebrews 12, verses 3 and 4, we read these words. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. Ye have not yet resisted unto blood, striving against sin. The inspired writer is telling the church to fix their gaze on Jesus to prevent fainting. He especially points out that Christ endured the contradiction of sinners and that we must resist unto blood, striving against sin. This is important because, because the conflict against temptation from without and from within tends to make us weary. Maybe there are unbelievers in your life telling you that prayer is pointless. And when you want to pray, you find yourself having to battle against those thoughts, against that pressure. And it's just wearisome. But, but it's even more wearisome to realize that remaining sin still lives in you and is always active, trying to stop you from praying. You feel a constant battle, which is why the temptation to stop for a while to get some rest may seem alluring. Have you faced this temptation, my brother, my sister? Then here are some words for you and me. And let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. We are in front of a negative command here. God is telling you and me what not to do. He, he's telling us not to faint. He's telling us not to give in to the temptation to stop doing what we know is right. He's telling us to watch over our hearts. He's telling us to keep running the race. But you know what? When you feel exhausted, the command not to be weary, taken by itself, doesn't seem to help much, does it? You know you shouldn't feel that way. But you feel like it. Nonetheless, that's why 
our Lord couples the exhortation with a reason. A reason containing a promise that should be more than enough to keep us going. We read that in due season we shall reap if we faint not. God is promising that the harvest will come after all the toil. I already mentioned that very often God doesn't reward good works immediately. But brethren, that doesn't mean that there is no reward. There will be a reward. But you and I need to wait for it. You need to consider that you are like a farmer sowing now to reap later. The harvest is coming, my brethren. Now, what's the harvest of faithful, continued prayer? There is a harvest in growth in holiness. God really changes the hearts of those who persevere in asking his blessing upon their lives because of Jesus. There is also a harvest in intimacy with God. You grow closer to him as you keep coming back day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year. And there is also harvest in answers to specific requests according to his will. In Luke 18, 1, we read that men ought always to pray and not to faint. If God hasn't granted something that we are praying for, that doesn't mean that he will never give it to us. It may very well mean that he will give it to us in a far better way than we think, not only by giving us the blessing, but by giving us himself along with the blessing as he humbles our hearts to teach us that we depend on him and on him alone. But you and I must know that the ones who harvest are those who don't faint. My brethren, it's not enough to, to start praying. Many do that and, and do not benefit. It's not even enough to keep praying for a while. There are those who do that and, and are only blessed a little bit. The ones who harvest, who harvest in the full sense of the word, the ones who gather in all the sheaves are those who don't give up and keep sowing all their lives. Our text says that we shall reap in due season. Now, there is such a thing as a due season. It's a perfect time determined by God himself. But the problem is that you and I don't know when it is. It may be in the distant future. It may be tomorrow. You and I just don't know. And, and here is the great risk in growing weary and, and quitting. It's the risk of stopping running the race when you are just about to reach the goal. We must not do that, my dear brethren. So, so here is a summary of, of what I want to convey today. 
Let's keep our eyes on the harvest. When you and I feel weary, when you and I don't want to pray, when, when you see the wicked prosper and it seems your prayers are being ignored, when unbelievers mock you and corruption rages within your bosom, when it feels, when it feels like a war and you're about to give in and not pray, remember the harvest. In due season, we shall reap if we faint not and praise God that we have an advocate who atoned for all our weaknesses and purchased the blessing with his own blood. Trusting in Jesus, let's not be weary in well-doing. Let's keep running the race. Let's keep sowing in prayer. Let's not leave him until he blesses us. Amen.